Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. In the studio with me today, I have our lovely guest, which is Debbie Talalay. Hi, Debbie. Hi there, Jill. It's great to have you here today. Now, Debbie is a theatre healer. Now, I'm sure I, I heard about theatre healing quite a few years ago, but I'm sure there's lots of people listening who haven't heard of this. Um, and Debbie isn't only a theatre healer. She is lots and lots of other things. So, Debbie, tell us a little bit about your background and how you got okay. into doing this. Okay. Well, I started off as an actress. Uh-oh. And I was an actress for many years, and I had a lot of chest infections, and I took uh, t- t- such a load of antibiotics, and they eventually destroyed my immune system. Mm. And at that time, no one knew what this was about. And I went from pillar to post trying to find out. And I eventually found an acupuncturist who said he couldn't deal with it and took me off to the homeopath, who I didn't want to go to at all. Mm. And he got me right. I felt for the first remedies, uh, weights lifting off my shoulders. So I stayed with that for a long time. And as I stayed with it, I learned about the philosophy and how the mind and the body work Mm. together and how one affects the other. And it was so interesting when people wanted to talk to me about television and film, I Mm. wanted to talk about philosophy and alternative medicine. So finally, I managed to conceive and I gave birth to my eldest son. And um, I put my money where my mouth was. Mm. And I changed to homeopathy. And I'd be up nights breastfeeding and learning Materia Medica while I was at it. Well, that was all very successful. I have had, what, nearly 30 years Mm. as a homeopath. And... um, Alongside that, I have been a kinesiologist, which is an extremely useful diagnostic tool, Mm -hmm. and also an NLP, that is neuro-linguistic programming, um, master, master practitioner. And then I made a new friend some years ago now, and she was obviously in distress, and I asked her if she would like uh, an NLP session. She said, no, 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 she does something different, and that was theta healing, and she'd deal with it herself, and I'd never heard of it. So... She dealt with it herself, and a few weeks later, she dealt with something that I thought I had eliminated. Mm. And you know on your uh, mobile phone, when you press the message button and it goes whoosh? Yes. I felt this belief leave me like that. Now, not Mm. everybody feels the same way. Well... I was both pleased and horrified. I was pleased because I'd found an amazing tool. I was Mm. horrified I had to go back to school yet again. (laughs) But it was okay because I've also been um, a spiritual healer for the last 40 years, I think now, by now. Mm. And so what they taught me for theta healing came very, very easily. Mm, Okay, fascinating. That is really, really interesting. So I think we'd better try and understand a bit more about what theta healing actually is okay it's a tool it's a tool in theory you're meant to go into uh the theta brainwave of your mind uh see what's going on with that person eliminate with the creator eliminate whatever it is and come back and check to see that it's gone that's the technique in practice, it's like driving. Once you've learned how to drive, you just do it. Yeah. And I just do it. I expect it to be done. It's done. And if it's not done, I find out why it isn't done. What are all the other beliefs and fears and phobias and limitations that stop that top belief being cleared? Yeah. yeah. And so I clear the beliefs, the limitations, the phobias, whatever it is. Okay. Okay. And so are you hypnotized in some way? Not at all. Everyone is fully conscious. Oh. And the person I'm with 
uh, is part of the conversation. I am talking to their unconscious mind, which knows everything yeah. and often has an entirely different agenda to the conscious yes, mind. No, you're absolutely right. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we talk through kinesiology, where uh, a strong muscle means the answer is yes, a weak muscle means the answer is no, and we come up with what is really troubling the unconscious mind. And of course, it's not just our own lives; it's inherited. Mm. It's our culture. It's our religion it comes from so many different sources it's not even yours and if you thought you were holding a belief such as often there in the unconscious mind you'd be horrified yes people often are yeah no i think you're right <laughs> i think you're right i don't think people realize how powerful the unconscious mind is and how much it rules your life completely rules your life extraordinary and the power it has to make you miserable yeah and when you use that power to make you happy my goodness it, what it a difference. Changes, what yeah. a change. We are all very powerful, but mostly we are very restricted. We have restricted ourselves in how we use it. Yeah, no, you're right. I think, I think people think they make decisions with their logical mind, but actually they don't. They make their decisions Knee based joke. on the programs that exactly. are in their unconscious mind. Exactly. So I can see why something like this would be really, really powerful. Yes. Um, so what, what is it used for? What can it be used for? Well, all sorts of things. Uh, lots of relationships that have gone sour or never been any good. Um, uh, people who feel that they're limited, they can't get anywhere in their careers, uh, people who are just not terribly happy with themselves, people who just don't feel happy mm. or feel that there's something else and they're missing something. And okay. they probably are. Okay. So why would theta healing work in those sorts of cases when perhaps other therapies have failed? Well, I think this is the greatest gift we've been given for many, many years. I think it's state of the art. I don't think anything else quite matches it. And the other thing is, I do it for the persons. They can't fail yeah. because I'm doing it for them. Yes. Okay, so it's not a question of visualizing and reliving or any of that. I yeah. just do it for them and it's very fast. Okay, okay, that sounds good. Would you like to perhaps give us um, an example of, of some, some case you've worked on and, and tell us how... Okay, yes, I, I will tell you. This one was utterly bizarre. So there was this beautiful woman who came to see me and uh, she had shoulder-length, thick shoulder-length hair. And one day she came to me and she said, I'm your poster girl now. And I said, really? How come? Mm -hmm. And she said, well, that's psoriasis I had on my scalp. Not dandruff, psoriasis on my scalp for the last 25 years, which has driven me crazy and which no one has been able to get rid of. It went overnight. And I said, really? I must take a look at the remedies I gave you for that. She said, nothing to do with the remedies. I didn't have a time to take them. It was what we worked on. Mm. And what we'd worked on that I had discovered in her psyche was that some ancestor had thought that he was a sinner oh. and needed to be punished by wearing a hair shirt. Now, a lot of people aren't familiar with that concept. In Tudor times, a bit afterwards, people wore a hair shirt next to their body to mortify the flesh. And this would make them thoroughly uncomfortable and mm. miserable. And then on top of that, they'd put a sumptuous gown so no one would know what they were going through. Mm. This was the same. She had this psoriasis on her scalp, and then she had this beautiful hair. No one would have guessed. It went overnight. It stayed away. away. Fantastic. Extraordinary, really isn't it? It is extraordinary. It's very, <laughs> Absolutely. It's very interesting. And bizarre. Yes, yes. <laughs> so what is the next for you? What's next for you? 
Okay. I'm running some VIP days at the Athenaeum Hotel in uh, Piccadilly. Mm -hmm. And that will be small groups where we process everybody at once. And it's very interesting when you've got other people there because you don't think you've got things and they have them. And then you realize that you've got exactly the same stuff. So that is very, very interesting and saves a lot of time. The other big project I'm uh, working on is post-traumatic stress disorder. And I have been talking to combat stress in order to provide uh, materials for servicemen and women who are coming out of war zones mm-hmm. to hopefully lessen the incidence of suicide. Okay. Oh, that's, that's really, really interesting. It's funny, I've heard quite a few different alternative therapies being used to help people with po- post-traumatic stress syndrome. Yeah. And, um, and it, I think it's far more powerful than, than using conventional medical far medicine. Yeah. You know, we shouldn't be giving people exactly. drugs to, to mask or try and mask the symptoms. What we should be looking at is something that goes yes. much deeper. Yes, and ruins a person's view of themselves, of other people, yeah. of God, of how life is, all sorts of yeah, things. Yeah. Yes. Debbie, tell us how people can get hold of you. Right. Well, I'm available by phone, which is, do I give my number yes, right please, now? Yes, yeah. Zero seven. Uh, wait a minute. Oh seven nine seven nine five three eight three seven eight. Fantastic. And um, website. Website is uh, deboratalalehealing dot com. Now the spelling is crucial. Here. Yes. <laughs> My name is unusual, <laughs> so that is D E B O R A H T for Tommy A L A L A Y Healing dot com. Brilliant. So zero seven nine seven nine five three eight three seven eight. Correct. And Deborah Talalayhealing dot com. Correct. Lovely, Deborah. Thank you so much for coming in to see us today. My it's great pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not keep up to date with The Sound of Surrey by listening live at brooklandsradio.co.uk or through our free mobile app.